This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. What is going on? Steve Olsher hanging out with T.O.T.A. What's up, baby? What's up, Steve? My way is holding it down in the studio. Mary Goulet is uh, actually feeling a little under the weather. And uh, feel bad for the Mary. Hope you get to feeling better really, really soon. Uh, Kelly's got it under control back at headquarters, and uh, we were joined here on the sound off by our very special guest, Senior Jared Warner. What's going on, man? How are you, brother? Thanks so much for having me, man. Yeah, good for you to be here and hang out with us, and we'll have a nice chance to uh, chat about everything that you are up to in the world here really, really soon. But here on the sound off, we uh, obviously cover all sorts of interesting things from business and politics and technology and real estate, and you name it, I think we've covered it here. Uh, and, uh, and I'm fortunate to say, and, and really excited to announce, uh, that reinvention radio and specifically the sound off is actually the now most listened to podcast actually of, uh, of any podcast in existence. So, uh, so congrats- publicly declared. Yes. That. Right. Oh, wait. So, um, no, but it, it's true. If I say it, it must be true. Right. I mean, reinvention radio is listened to by more podcast listeners than any other show on the planet, right? Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. Well, wait a minute. So, why is, is that inaccurate? Am I? Am, I can't be wrong about I'm that. I'm not can sure. I? They're just now. They're just now starting to share all these stats. So we'll see. Right. I, I mean, look. If, if Trump can say all of the things that he says, not the least of which that the the State of the Union was the you know the the most watched State of the Union in the history of State of the Union addresses. Uh, and of course, he was wrong. Like, uh, like there's there's no disputing the evidence that he was just flat out wrong. Uh, but in his mind, he was right. So I, I think there's something to be said for um, for that, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's he can say it. He's the president. If he can say things like that, we should be able to say things that we want to say, right? Well, I mean, of course, it's got to be true. You have, you know, the law of attraction, right? You've obviously heard that book. I believe in the law of proaction. So, yes. so, <laughs> and I don't mean to like meditate on a hill and it'll fly to you, but. Have you seen uh, uh, Stranger Things, by the way? I have, yes. That actually happens. Like, you can do that. Like, you can just make... Instant manifesta- manifestation. Absolutely. You can just make things happen. But, okay, but we're I not like doing that, so... So, but they, there was an interview with ex- Esther Hicks, I believe. The Esther Jerry Hicks, and Esther, yeah. they were, like, some of the ones that they were behind They talked to that. Abraham. Yeah, exactly. They so, literally talked to a dead guy. Right. So they literally have conversations but, but here's the funniest with part. a dead person. There was an interview yes. way back where someone said... Who's using law of attraction in an interesting way? Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, she, she said, I'm going to be interested to see what Trump does. Because unlike anyone else, I've, I see him speak, his, speak himself into existence. Yeah. And that's what he literally, he, oops, I'm president. You know? Like, yeah. I think someone said that he, in, 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 and it's interesting about knowing thyself, right? I mean, in terms of really understanding how you are most naturally wired to excel and when it comes to marketing it's the same thing right i mean there's so many different ways that you can market who you are and what you do your products programs services whatever there, there's a million different ways to to do that and what trump has found is that the best way for him to leverage his ability to poorly communicate and say whatever he wants is via Twitter, right? Like, that's that's his medium of choice. And he literally controls the conversation. Why? 
because you can say anything you want without actually entering into a dialogue with anyone. You can ignore the the retweets. You can ignore the the messaging back. You can ignore all of that. You literally are not having a conversation. You're just saying whatever the hell you want. Period. Kind of a collective Twitter alive. It's keeping single handedly keeping and, it, and, and everybody he, says Twitter <laughs> is dying. You want, you that's you what I said. It alive, Do you man. want in on this bet? By the way, my I bet. A, I, I got a bet with Steve. Yeah, I wish I'd have made it a larger bet. Right, and my bet was that Twitter is is going to be gone within a matter. Of, what do we say? Three years, four years. You said when by the time he's done with his presidency. Yeah, you said as a B two B platform. I'll tell you, it is done because all all B two B. People, marketers, yeah. business people. Business to business for you folks, yes? Yeah, it, they're using software to communicate. So everybody uses software and nobody, there's no actual real conversations going on. Yeah. And I'll tell you, look at anybody who has, say, over 200,000 followers and they're a B2B person. Mm-hmm. Look at the engagement or lack thereof on their Or lack tweets. thereof, yeah. They don't have any. Well, and because so, way back in the day, I mean, you could literally just get a follower for being a follower and no one really cared. That was the game for a long time. It's like, you know, you talk about the game and getting in on things on the ground floor when there's still a good opportunity. Well, that game, I follow people who don't follow me back. And, and so that game changed completely. But my, my point about Trump and, and that particular medium is you see the difference between Trump, albeit he must have been under the weather or something of that nature. I mean, he didn't sound like his usual self. There was something going on with him, clearly. Or Melania had just been yelling at him for the last week, and he just got, you know, he lost his voice by uh, by yelling back or something of that nature. I'm not privy to exactly what took place there. But that's my hunch, that he was just getting yelled at by his wife, and he was yelling back, so that's why he sounded the way he did. But you can look at his presentation, right, his State of the Union address, and you could literally just sense that it was scripted. He was reading it from the teleprompter. And, of course, you know, you, you do that when you make a speech, but at the same token, there's there's a way to do it from a teleprompter, and there is a way to not do it. And if you want to see a perfect example of the way you should not be reading a script from a teleprompter, what happened there is, uh, is, is a prime example on Tuesday night there of what you don't want to be doing. So the, the point only is when you look at the various ways in which you can communicate and get across a message, it really does help to know thyself. Right. Because he looked so uncomfortable and sounded so scripted that it was it was almost uncomfortable to watch. Did you watch it, Richie? Did you see it? Any of it? Some. Not way. Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch it at all? But I, I know you're kind of yeah, uh, I, actually I was busy with other things. So I missed it completely. Caught part of the. Uh, review of it, but didn't see the performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you do you feel any worse off in your life that you missed it at all? Are you uh, uh, not really? No FOMO going on. Are you, are you sure no, you're no, good no. on all that? Well, and, and, I did and, not watch it. No you did FOMO. not watch it either, Jared. No yeah. FOMO. Don't care. Yeah. And, and just real quick, um, and I don't want to detract from the conversation. No, please do. But, uh, keep in mind that at, while we're acknowledging Trump's use of the platforms. He stepped into an environment that was already there. Mm-hmm. In some ways, Fox News, Roger Ailes, Rush Limbaugh created a huge parade. Mm. How And Trump stepped in front of it. And what his magic was is he actually, I guess, is believing it. He believes or, it. Right, right. Where <laughs> everybody else goes, okay, kind of we know this is bullshit, but, yeah. right? Yeah. Where he's lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah. And uh, oh, and one more thing. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't understand it's not a dictatorship. 
No, I right? don't think he's clear on that. Yeah, they, they told everybody for eight years of Obama that Obama's a dictator, so they thought actually the president was a dictator, and then he became the president and goes, what do you mean I'm an employee? Yeah. No, uh, no. doesn't work that way. My, my word is bond. My word is gold. And literally— My word is rule. My word is rule. And literally, can you imagine, I mean, what were they talking about, $24 million in installing new refrigerators into Air Force One? Can you just imagine the backlash that would have been— Trump and his cronies if Obama or, you know, whoever else decided they were going to spend $24 million on refrigerators for Air yeah. Force. It, it, it's only a imagine. heck of a refrigerator. Well, it's completely understandable it if you, you understand. Yes. It's it completely understandable if you, you know, are aware of the context of it all. It's designed to ref- keep, like, two weeks' food so they can stay up yeah, there. Yeah, right? 3,000 meals. Right. But, but, but you're absolutely right that even though that may actually be a reasonable number under obama it would it would have been arugula refrigerators <laughs> or something right. for the gray poupon they're just a storage locker for you know like where you can what are the what are those ready to eat there's a word for those it's uh those those uh, mris mres mres that's yeah. right yeah the mres right just a, just a, just a huge closet for a whole bunch of mres and uh, and and that will suffice but I bought a car once that had a whole bunch of those in the uh, spare tire thing. Really? Very strange. Unbeknownst to you, and you just got the car and it happened no to be idea. there? Yeah. Wow. I Look would for the check spare all tire, the other areas of that car. I know. You well, some right? It was stuff loaded in with that. Yeah, it was like a survivalist or something. Who knows? I yeah. don't know. You need to open up all those panels and see whatever else you could you could yeah. find there. So, it, anywho, I just uh, I just wanted to, to make sure that we uh, at least had a, a little bit of a discussion on having it just uh, having just taken place now in a couple of days ago here. Uh, but honestly, it's embarrassing. I, I mean, I, I, I am so embarrassed for our country at this point from from the standpoint of, OK, fine. So if it's one man, we put him in whatever. I get it. But when you look at the people in the audience that are the other, quote-unquote, leaders of our country, our elected officials, who are standing up and applauding, basically because he didn't puke all over the, you know... I, I mean, I, I just don't understand what it is that they are finding to be so incredibly appealing about this guy and what he is saying. And it Steve. just Yeah, I'm Steve. listening, yes, yes. I, Oh, you, you got to recognize two things. I'm listening. Okay. Republican Party, rich dudes, uh, Christian conservatives. So as long as he says tax cuts and repeal Roe versus Wade, and nothing else matters. Yeah. Nothing else matters. And if you go listen to the interviews of all the people back in Iowa, they're loving him mm. because he's just plain talking. Yeah. And it, it, we may not... Uh, you know, be fans of the presentation or whatever, but the words he's saying for them to hear yeah. are exactly what they want to hear. We may think it's crazy. They're getting what they want. Yeah. Him moving the embassy to Jerusalem, yeah. huge dog whistle if you're in the evangelical community. The rest yeah. of us go, okay, I don't fully get it. No, no. That's their wet dream. Yeah, point. So he's well giving taken. those groups exactly what they want. Yeah, so... Look, for those of you who are listening in the other countries of the world, please know that those people do not represent all of us. There are still some others here on this planet, in this country. You just got okay. dismantled. We'll talk to you next Thanks time for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. 
Attention coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners. Please pay close attention to what I'm about to say if you want to secure massive visibility fast and generate thousands of highly qualified leads without spending a dime on advertising or marketing. The easiest way to make this happen is to appear as a guest on the world's most popular podcast. We recently came across an awesome resource that provides detailed contact information for 240 new media influencers who are looking for guests just like you. It's called the Ultimate Directory, and for a limited time, you can get the preview edition of the directory absolutely free. That's right, for free. It's time for you to get the visibility you and your business deserve and connect with the world's leading icons of influence who can make you famous with the push of a button. Get your free preview edition of the Ultimate Directory right now at www.myultimatedirectory.com That's myultimatedirectory.com